My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so alone. I forgot what. of having the Cantrells visit, uh, if you remember them from Bards Fest, which is Paul and Christine and their full entourage of children. I call it I call it the Cantrell Army. I think, what is it, 10 children are here right now? Absolutely fantastic. And it was having a blast, actually. So we've had uh, spent the whole day yesterday just making homemade ice cream, and my parents came up, and we just all hung out with them, and I did tons of ATV rides 
And uh, so anyway, wonderful, wonderful weekend spins. And that's right where we need to be. It's all really centered on the power of the child's love. And it's something that is um, really worth, really worth focusing on when we look at this. Because the, the power of the child's love is probably greater than anything in the universe. And God knows it. And it's part of what these people that we're dealing with are trying to destroy. And it's truly amazing when you get down to it. Um, this, the purity of a child's love, I think it's the only way to say it, is, is does not deal with any expectation. That purity of the child's love truly deals with giving and relentlessly and, and unabashedly pouring in. And I think as adults, we get to a place where it's just completely messed up. We start to define love and relationships in so many different levels. And a child's love is absolutely pure. And it's truly blessed when you're around it because it's just a reminder of the way our father works. And it's such a, an amazing thing to be around. And with that giving, we find an unbelievable level of healing. And healing just in ways we can't necessarily define. But it's there. It gives us a solidity. It gives us a grounding. It gives us an ability to work through things that maybe we didn't think it was possible. You know that in a, and we, we were going through some of these statistics last night. It's really interesting. If you want to maintain your health, you need to get nine hugs a day. If you want to exceed and have better health, you need to get 12 hugs a day. Let that think, sink in a minute. In a child, if it, in a child that's moving around and getting hugs, they're constantly not getting, but they're giving as well. As a society, we've become so absolutely estranged from one another. It has become the new normal to not touch, not hug. And it becomes deeply isolating and painful. And so when we deal with things, we don't have a way to truly heal. And it's beyond prayer. It's something that God gave us that is part of who we are. So it's really a, a point when you're around children to remember you know, the gift that they are. And it's one of the reasons that the enemy wants to go after the children so hard because they truly are miraculous in what they do. And that, that innocence and uncompromised, selfless love that they give is absolutely phenomenal. And what it does for everything, not just us, but the worlds that we're, that we're in. This house is completely transformed in the last couple of days. Not because we did a remodel, but in a sense we did a spiritual remodel by bringing in this whole family here that has now been able to have the children play around, run, be free. They're out of the property. They're hiking around. All of this is them seeding in because who they are. Children are endless givers of love. We get into our world and everything becomes so defined, rigid, trying to tell us that we're going to do this or that. We, we define how our lives are going to be. We dictate certain things. And God doesn't even have, and we even have to get to places where we're making so many decisions that you know, if we're not getting an approval with God, we're not going to move. And worse yet is that we'll try to think that we know better than God by trying to say, well, I know I can do this or won't do this without really having a true understanding of what God's saying. The beauty of watching children is they flow like water. They are in touch, especially these children. They are in touch with the Holy Spirit. And they do a, an event every, every day, every dinner. They talk about one challenge and three great things. And that allows each person, in, well, it allows them as a, as a family to talk about a challenge and then how you'll overcome it. 
and then talk about three great things to honor and praise. And that process changes hearts. And these children are being raised in that sort of an environment where truly love is, is the center point of everything they do. And when you sit around and have them just come up and, you know, Uncle Scott, how are you doing? I'm going to give you a hug. It's Again, it's this selfless giving of hugs. Selfless giving of love is what it really is. Let me touch a couple of our sponsors here real quick before we get going. I think it's important, and then we'll dig into some prayers with all that perspective on love underneath us. One thing that's clear, and unfortunately, unfortunately for the most part, unthinkable is here. Our most entrusted institutions now deceive us boldly every day. Something is really and very clearly wrong. Time is short to become self-reliant and secure the future that your family needs. So you need to act now with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, is more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years on storage. And right now, it's two hundred dollars off this week. Get over two hundred two hundred thousand. Sorry, get over two thousand calories every day. Just add water and heat, then eat. Make sure every member of the family has a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. So you need to head on over to the website we have with them, which is preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com, for $200 savings. Be sure to order by 3 p.m., and your orders will be shipped free the same day. It's best to have emergency food and not need it than to need it and not have it. Well, that's probably a pretty good idea right there. So take $200 off at preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. It's really solid. We also have our favorite group over here is Birch Gold's Friday, Black Friday. Actually comes to an end this week. Right now, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Woo. But you have to have to have text the, the name Bards B A R D S to nine eight nine eight nine eight. That's Bards to nine eight nine eight nine eight to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or four hundred one k into an IRA in gold for no money out of pocket, and you still get the free bar free gold bars. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. Look, when the national debt is greater than our total GDP, you know it's time to diversify away from the U.S. dollar, and Birch Gold makes it very convenient to move some of those those assets into physical gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers, so text BARDS, 989898. Receive a free info kit on gold and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualifying purchase. Yoo-hoo. There you go. It's pretty good. Can't complain. You're all going to be set up there with food and gold. That's what you need to weather the storm. God is really resetting his kingdom right now, and he's not messing around. And it's going to be an increasing pressure on all of us to keep focused on where this is going. There is no question that at the root of all of this is the restoration of the family. And that's something that we all have to keep in mind. That without the family and the family the way God intended it to be, we're not going to survive. And I don't mean that lightly either, because this is truly a war of life versus death. And there has been so much corruption within the family 
that we have our families are broken and need to be completely reset. And I guess there's one thing that kind of brings us around back to where we started this morning and where we're going to go. Paul and and family are truly a, a model of what a family of in that sense should be with 10 children and the ability to express love across all of them and allow each of those children to be able to express their uniqueness in the world. It's truly an amazing event to watch the great parenting that goes on there. So that becomes a what we call setting the grid so people understand what it looks like and what right looks like. Because unfortunately, there's a lot of not right out here. And I think people, and I'm, I'm speaking from a guy who grew up in a very good family. And I would take the Cantrells up another notch. By the way they handle their children, the way they love on their children, the way that they work scripture and, and, and things into their life, it's something to learn. And so if, I speak, if I'm speaking to you as a, and you're a parent and you're saying, well, I, I'm doing it all right, don't get your back up. God has put some big examples out here for us to learn to do something greater than what we've ever imagined, and it's going to need to be that way. And that time is now upon us when we start to really look around and realize that the real war is the war against the family. And that's ultimately the the film that we're going to begin filming today, in fact. Filming kicks off later today, and it will be out hopefully on my birthday, January 11th, which is Bards of War. Family is everything. If you remember the first one, it's Bards of War, Fighting was everything. Fighting is everything. Second film is Bards of War, Family is everything. And that will be launched in January. Filming begins literally this afternoon. So something to watch and something to pay attention to. This is a real war we have against our families. And if we don't win this, we're all we're doing is making it more difficult for God in the end. More people to have to clean out. But we need to do this. And this is going to take a real change in the way we look at our lives call us to action on many levels, we're going to have to start taking a stand. All right, so let's dig in. Prayer requests for today. The prime, the preemie two boys we we prayed for should be both released by the end of the day. They are doing well. Their father needs to know Jesus and acknowledge these precious gifts. Thanks be to Father for the baby's health and the parents to fall in love with Jesus. See Yahweh. Father, we're just going to ask for a continued prayer over this family of the two preemie boys that have apparently now have been healed enough to leave the hospital. And we just ask for the continued blessings over this family and encounters in this family that will bring Jesus to life within their home and around these young boys that will have, they will grow up strong and mighty in the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear Scott, my bard's and, and my Bar's family. My husband, Steve, is having a prostate biopsy done tomorrow, November 6th. He has two lesions. Done tomorrow. Hmm. This is an old prayer. Interesting, okay. Must have been last week. He has been vaxxed and boosted, and this has drawn a wedge between us since I am not... I am not pleased to pray for his biopsies. I am... Let me read this again. He has been vaxxed and boosted, and this has drawn a wedge between us since I am not. Since I am not. Please pray that the biopsies are benign. In Jesus' holy name, I pray. Amen. Thank you. Update. His biopsy was positive. 
please pray that he has miraculous healing with the docs to uh, for a PET scan and if they can see if it, to see if it's spread any further. Amen, amen. Thank you, Bonnie. Oh, Father, we're just going to pray into this. Steve, unfortunately, has taken the vax, which is created is going to create all sorts of legacy and other problems as we go forward. So we're going to begin by just praying out that, Father, and pray that whatever the vax has done, it's become neutralized, and we cast it out in the name of Jesus. And we just ask now that as we pray into this, that this biopsy that has now become positive, we're just going to pray for miraculous healing over Steve and his body to heal him and purge him of all the impurities. Also, Father, we just pray for truth to settle in on his heart, to realize what he has done, what choices he made, and hopefully he'll be able to recover well and in this process come to accountability for the things that have led to this. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. have a prayer request for myself. Woke up this morning and my right ear felt stopped up. Thought it was allergies, but gotten worse through the day. My daughter is also experiencing similar in her left ear. Thank you, Rob, not Bob. It's interesting. Makes you wonder if it's 5G again. 5G's got all sorts of strange, strange, strange sort of effects. Well, Father, it's going to pray for Rob, not Bob, and his ear, who is apparently stopped up, and so is his daughter's ears, or left ear as well. So, Father, we just pray over this house, and we just pray for an absolute cleansing of any of the demonic that has its hold there. We break off any chains and cast them out, and we pray into Rob, not Bob's whole body with the power of the Holy Spirit, and we do the same with the child, with the daughter to raise them both up in the name of in the name of our king and savior Jesus Christ and to heal them miraculously from whatever they're dealing with in Christ Jesus name amen would like to ask prayer for my 91 year old father he is a korean veteran and a retired preacher although he still teaches bible study he was having shortness of breath and coughing as we took him into the doctor they did they did a cat scan on him and said he had blood clots and scarring in his lungs. Of course, they only want to say that the blood clots are caused from COVID. Yeah, which this is true. They like to do that. Um, however, they are, they are, there are other ways, like clot moving from your leg into your lungs. Plus, my dad says he's never had COVID has never had COVID, bless him, and his heart. He did, however, have the flu, uh, flu, which is when his coughing never ceased. He has been vaccinated. His blood pressure has been running around 80s to 90s. This is 80s over 50, I'm sorry. Even down to 70s over 40. We discontinued his high blood pressure uh, pressure medicine and then found that the medicine they were giving him also caused high, low blood pressure. His doctor is a believer and really seems concerned and wants to help him. God is the biggest healer and helper so that as we ask prayers for my dad, 
Hang on a second. Mm. Where do we go here? Concern he wants to cause blood pressure. Concern wants to blood pressure. He, his doctor, I'm sorry, has lost it a second. And wants and to help him. God is the biggest healer and helper, so I ask prayers for my dad, Jim Henry. Healing and that he regains his strength. He also still, uh, he does still live in his own and wants to keep that that way unless God gives him uh, a helpmate. Hope springs eternal Sarah Johnston. Well, Father, we're just going to pray today for Jim Henry, who has been dealing with a variety of medical issues, and it appears that some of these, again, could have come from an outside influence. So we're going to begin by placing a hedge of protection around him. We're going to breathe in and pray in the power of the Holy Spirit to, to heal him. We're going to purge out and neutralize any of this vax that's in his body. And so, Father, we just pray in this whole power for Henry and to have him, it's Jim Henry, and have him raised up in Holy Spirit. Father, if there's any demons on this, we want to cast them out and break their chains. And furthermore, Father, where he's living, we just pray that he'll get a helpmate, someone who'll just take some of the burden off of him, especially as he goes through this phase. So, Father, we pray and declare absolute healing over Jim Henry. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer update. Young Celeste has been flown down to a children's hospital to prepare for surgery for her appendix. But doctors are holding off on any surgery for the moment as it seems our prayers have taken root and God is the one healing her body. Her parents, Ian and Kathleen, are, are, thinking full, are, are thankful for all of the prayers and wanted to share the news with all honor and glory to God. Thank you, Ian and Kathleen, for updates. It is also awesome to hear back from each and the other and, and hear the wonderful ways God interacts with our lives. God is so good, there is no other. Also, remember and invite extended to all who are, who are seeking prayers. We are happy to iron sharpens iron. We are building each other up in faith, and we can, and we can intercede in prayer to fight off the powers of darkness. Have a blessed day, everybody. Never forget, it is God who holds the final verdict, warriors for Christ. So, Father, it's going to be blessed with the updates on Celeste. And we just ask you to continue to healing and rapid healing for this young child of the kingdom, to raise her up, to heal her deeply, and to cast out anything that may not be of her and to restore her truly to the perfection of the throne as she entered this world. So guide her father in perfection. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, next one. I would like to ask prayers for a boy in my community, Reed Crosby. He is 10 years old with a condition called vanishing white matter disease. He was diagnosed with this terminal condition five years ago. And his parents were told that he would probably only make it to 10. Right now he's in the children's hospital because he started having seizures because of less responsive. And he became less responsive. He needs additional prayers for healing at this time. And I thank everyone who takes the time for him. Jess 464. 
Well, Father, this is a young, a little one, and whatever this disease is, vanishing white matter disease. So, Father, we're just going to pray into this when it's asking that this vanishing white matter disease, this is tied, it's a demonic connection. We're just going to break that tie. We're going to pray into this and raise up this young child of five. And Jesus, we're just going to ask that you can join us here and hold this child in your hands as we breathe in life into this child and we breathe in life into this child and we breathe in life into this child and purge this child of any of the any of the disease that's there. And so, Father, as we do this, we're just also praying for this stopping of seizures. Now, this is the, the doctors have spell cast this, so we're breaking off the spell cast put an age limit on his on his growth. It's saying that he would be done by 10 years old. So Father, we rebuke those spell casts, place a hedge of protection around this child and breathe life into him. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I think you all know my absolute frustration with spell casting. Doctors do it all the time. It's really amazingly bad. Please, prayers needed for my wife, Teresa. Through our years together, I've, been, I've, seen, I've seen this before, but never like this. She has been spending a lot of time by herself in her, our bedroom. She doesn't come out much anymore unless she has to go to work. I talk too much and I talk too much. Anyhow, I would just like one, I would just, I would, We'll just cut to the chase. She came home early from work today, but she has she works with kids so that it's hard to do. She went right to bed. She is not sick. Okay. But she has been struggling mentally and lately. She will not let me help her in any way. I know how to help her and to stop all she's to top off. She mentioned how she just wants to die. We will not let we will not lie. We have not lived easy life, but it has been good. She has a two-month grandbaby, Forrest Grace, she loves, but doesn't want to see, see it anymore. We are definitely not, we definitely have things we can work on as a family, but it's not, it's not this bad in my opinion. What is different in our lives is the baby but I don't think it. I don't think that it's her. She is a blessing to our family. Teresa did recently take Tantex to quiet smoking to quit smoking and did uh, and she did did but not but like she said to me it isn't like that. I think it might be. I never wanted to use it. Prayers, please. I know that I don't want to lose my best friends, especially the possibility on her be on her own hand. Prayers. I think. This might somehow be related. We prayed for my, my for my wife and I and I, sister in Christ, Stephanie. Together, she is a trucker who hurt her knees, but by the grace of God, we healed her knees. She has she was back to work, and yesterday she was in the dark, lodging duck, tipped out, tipped to, tripped, fell, and injured her knees again, and now her ankle. The same time as the stuff with my wife, and I can't. It can't be a coincidence, but Red Cross, God bless Bars Nation, 
And thank you for the prayers, Keith from Wisconsin. I kind of butchered that one, didn't I? Okay, so we've got a dark case here. So, Father, we're just going to pray into this and ask that the wife of Keith from Wisconsin, who's dealing with some obvious struggles in the emotional sense, has an encounter with Jesus. And so, Jesus, we're just asking if you can make yourself present and just to be able to have that encounter in such a great way that whatever's lodged inside there will start to be set free with the presence of our King and Savior. Father, we also, as we establish this hedge of protection, we break off any of the demonic ties to this house and to the people within it. And in so doing, we flood this place with the Holy Spirit to see a greater healing happen within. We also pray that the spark of life will return to want to see and be participant with the two-month-year-old grandbaby. It's truly just an amazing place to stand right now where we can see this healing happen and to lift them up and declare healing in such a miraculous way that you'll be able to step out of the darkness and into the light. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And I guess this additional prayer was just, just gonna, it was hard to follow it all, but any of these other related things, Father, in the, in the events, which would be the truck driver hurt its knee, and that sort of ongoing injury. Father, we just pray into that for immediate and miraculous healing. And again, any breaking of chains or bonds of the demonic that may be of influencing in this life. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please, everyone, pray for my daughter, Maddie, her husband, Vince, and grandchild, Charlie, and Lily, and step-grandson, Lucien. They live in Portland, I believe. They are in the clutches of evil, and they have lost their way. I could use all your help in praying for them to God. Or Let me see here a minute. Man, I'll tell you. I'm going to have to reread that. I'm sorry. I'm... Please pray, everybody, for my daughter, Maddie, her husband, Vince, my grandfather, Charlie, and Lily, grandson, live in Portland. I believe they are all in the clutches of evil and have lost their way. I could use all your help in praying for them to God, our great creator, through his son, Jesus Christ. I'm not sh- the clutches of Portland of evil. This is a dark one. Um, Father, we're just going to ask for a prayer of protection around this family that live in Portland. And that would be for Maddie, her, her husband, Vince, their grand, the grandchild, Charlie, and, and Lily, the, and the stepson, Lucian. So, Father, just place a hedge of protection around them. And we just ask that the power of the Holy Spirit will flood their lives and awaken them from whatever slumber they're at. We breathe life into this family, with life into the children, and we raise them up in such a way that they can become a true light for Christ within the city, which is so desperately needed. So, Father, please guide them and protect them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Please pray for my very my very dear friend. He had a stroke and is in the hospital. The, the main thing is for them to get his heart rate regulated. I'm praying for a total restoration and even healing of the physical ailments he had prior to the stroke. I am unable to, to go to him. I will go ASAP. Thankfully, he has people to help him. Yarny. 
Well, Father, we're just going to pray into this and just ask that we have immediate and total healing over the stroke for Yarny's friend who's in the hospital. And just ask it to lift him up and breathe life into him. And we'll just see that restoration happen from head to toe and toe to head. And may this be a known thing within him that this is the power of the Holy Spirit that is healing him, that he can wake up from this moment to realize who and how he was healed and give testimony to this in the world. So, Father, we just pray for healing and declare healing over Yarny's friend. Update, my husband had a stroke. He's only 52. He developed a blood clot and traveled to his brain. He was not jabbed. Please say prayers for him. And Brian, please, we prayers for me and Brian, please. I'm a nervous wreck. Patriot Girl, 1776. Well, Patriot Girl, 1776, we pray into this for your husband for an immediate and rapid healing. We raise him up. And whatever's caused this stroke, we're just asking to be purged from the body, Father. It's a restoring of those, those capillaries and blood vessels in the brain and to breathe life into him from top to bottom and head to toe and toe to head, to lift him up totally and, and encapsulate him in a body of prayer. And Father, we ask for this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayers for my sister Angie's neighbor, Ron, as he is in the hospital with MRSA, MRSA, MRSA antibiotic resistant staph infection. The fluids being drained aren't clear, but he has become, he has come down, but he has been down for, hmm, but he, the fluids begin, being drained are clear, but he has been down for over two weeks with it. Okay, there we go. Thank you, Murphit. So, Father, I'm just going to pray for the neighbor, Ron, who is dealing with MRSA. And so we pray into this healing. And Father, we're just going to want to declare healing from head to toe and toe to head. Not any limit and not just specifically MRSA, but we want to see the entire body system healed, restored and made full and vital again. Father, any demons that are demonic that may have a reach in here, we break their chains, we sever them from any authority and power. We establish a, a hedge of protection around Ron, and we fled him in with the glory of the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bards Nation Prayer Warriors. I have a family friend in need of prayers of healing. He has been he has health issues the last few months and is with his heart, lung cancer, and liver cancer. Tomorrow morning he is going to be in for a lung surgery to remove a portion of of his lung with a tumor. With a recent heart procedure, there, there are added concerns. He uh, does not have a strong relationship with our father. After his brother passed away when he was young, he watched his parents lose their faith and after, uh, after his passing. A few months back, he was a minor, it was a minor car accident outside of his home after what we believe was a heart attack, which led to the discovery of the other health issues. I know all of all of, of all this was God's hand bring forward his health, discovered the other healthy issues. I know of all of this was God's hand, if all of this was of, of God's hand. 
to bring forward his health issues so that his healing can begin both physically and spiritually. Jack's wife is a dear friend of mine, and she has been a mess with the worry of the, uh, with the worry since since the light has been shown on the health issues. I ask for prayers for her as much as I do for Jack. Thank you for listening and your powerful prayers. Love you all. God bless. Pammy. So Father is going to pray for this family. We understand that there's a lot of issues here, complicated by a whole variety of things. In a, in a body that is starting to degrade and losing its control. So, Father, we're going to pray restoration for this body to lift him up and to make him stronger and more wholesome in all that he gets. So, Father, we also ask for the breaking off of any chains of the demonic, cast them out, and to wrap them all in a, in a large gallon of milk to provide that as people need to keep the weight of all these things off their shoulders to lift them up and bless them to free both the husband and the wife from the burdens of this time and to give them both eyes back on Jesus. So Father, we just ask for an immediate encounter with Jesus to be able to humble themselves and realize where the true power and glory is in the kingdom. In the kingdom, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my son-in-law, Jerry. His thyroid cancer has relapsed. They have a four-year-old. Please pray, Hamilton. Or please, and I, I where did I get that? Hillary Hoffman, Hoffman, Hoffman on, Hoffman on, I think is it. Well, Father, we're just going to pray for this son-in-law, Jerry, and is declare healing over this thyroid cancer, which is now relapsed, and we're just going to break the chains on that and breathe life into him and to raise up the glory and the power of the healing child. So now we just pray that the child, and it's actually a word for Hillary Hoffman, make sure the children are touching their, their father. Physically, they're touching and praying on him. It will help. So Father, we just ask for this blessing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please, my daughter's friend works with addicts doing rehab. She's been working with the women who with a woman who has been doing very very well is nearing the end of her rehab process. But the woman's husband was riding his bicycle and got hit by a car. He was in the hospital for a few days and now is at home. The damage to the sir, the damage is severe. The woman is freaking out because he's the major breadwinner and she doesn't know how they're going to make it. So how are we going to make it? I don't know. I don't have names and I don't know if they're, if they're Christians. I'm working on getting more info and getting this personally, getting it from them personally, uh, doing some laying low of hands. Keith Kludzdal. So, Father, we're just going to pray for this husband who was riding his bicycle and got hit by a car. 
We want to begin by rebuking the spell castings in the hospital and then defining how his healing will be and his life will be. So, Father, we're just going to raise him up and place him in the power of the Holy Spirit as we pray in and breathe in on this man with the glory of kingdom. And so, Father, we ask and declare immediate restorative healing over him. We ask that as he gets to stand, getting back up in his life, back to his work, that he'll be blessed with as well the laying on of hands by his children. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for a deplorable dog mom. She's dealing with much pain in her back and hips still. It's subsided somewhat, but still persists in pain. Truth Patriot. Father God, I'm just going to pray into the hip. And deplorable dog mom was praying in for your hip and the restoration fully without a pain. There is um, one thing about the hips in, in, uh, in particular, because the pains can be so long, and it's, we have to be doing an assessment of what we've been involved with. I've told you many times that I have had problems with my hip from Aikido. What's interesting is I was working with somebody over the last few days and they had suggested that I come out of agreement with Aikido and break the chains of Aikido because it itself is somewhat, it pulls from the ki or chi, which is not of God. I did that and had miraculous, a quick and miraculous healing on the, on the joints or the IT band in the hip. So I would recommend that deplorable dog mom that you actually Find out if there's anything in this that you can get back to in the history of the pain and sever it and then seal it and cast it out and we'll call it good. In Christ Jesus' name. A prayer of gratitude. Long ago, I dealt with some of the stuff that, that happened in my childhood. I reached a point where I realized that my parents had, cre- had received their share of dysfunction long before I ever came along, and they did that best. They did the best they could in raising me, and I was able, I was good with that grace. As many of you know, my, 30, my 23-year-old son died on July 22nd to say that it's been difficult, it's a misunderstanding. It's also almost impossible not to think on what I could have done differently to have him have prevented his death. My engineering brain has a tendency to analyze and debug. Even though people, even though people told me not to go there, I knew I shouldn't in reality. There are, only, there are things I could not have ever done. Last week, or last weekend, I went to the Healing and Deliverance Week weekend with, in Bryson City, North Carolina. It was a remarkable event in which I found a lot of healing. There were a bunch of college-age kids in attendance, and I poured into them, and, and, that, was the very, and that was very healing. When I got home... And was thinking about my son, George, God, excuse me. God pointed out that I needed to give him myself just the same grace as I'd given my parents. Yes, I made mistakes as a father, but I did the best I could, which 
probably more important than anything else. And finally, I'm start I'm starting to feed and I'm finally I'm I'm starting to feed some peace around my son's death. Keith Keith Klukstall. All right, Father. We just want to pray into this this prayer and be in agreement of the of the grace that's been given to Keith, but also a prayer of healing. This is getting into the wound of the heart. So, Father, we're going to pray in the wound of the heart and just pray a massive flood of Holy Spirit to cleanse that wound because these wounds, Father, as we very well know, can fester, and then it becomes a demonic space of darkness and pain. So, Father, we're just going to pray in for the wound of the heart of Keith and just raise him up in the glory of heaven. And we're going to wrap a hedge of protection around him and break off any spells or any demons that might have been attached to him and in so doing, raise him up to be a voice for so many of those parents who have lost children, to give him the strength to speak and to be able to put those questions forward as difficult as they are. And what could I have done? As he takes that assessment, put it together into a glorious glorious packet that people will be able to acquire and have in their homes. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, Nikki and prayer warriors and prayer for Jesus and coffee blessings. Heavenly Father, God, greater love has no other than, than this, that one lay down his life for his friends. That's John 15, 13. Father God, I am praying for we're all veterans and families. There are no words. Father God, thank you for American veterans heroes that have fought for our freedom and have faithfully served our country. We truly honored our veterans for their sacrifice and courage. Father God and veterans, please forgive us in our country for putting our brothers and sisters in harm's way for needless wars. I see the pain in their eyes, injured bodies, and medical challenges. On a lighter note, Father God, I want to... Thank veterans for the putting up their, putting up with and laughing, my my cherry. My cheesy jokes. These veterans come in and they actually ask for new jokes. Go figure. Almighty Father God. Please protect our veterans, heal them, comfort their hearts, and grant them peace. Bless their families in Jesus Christ's name, our King and Savior. Amen. Ekmak. Well, Father, we just want to take a blessing for this nation and for all those that serve, including our veterans. And Father, we're just going to ask for now that is in this critical hour that we can begin to see an awakening of people realizing that as they're making service to a nation too often, and unfortunately, particularly with this government, you're being used for issues to kill one another and not walk in peace. So Father, we're praying for a mass revival across this nation, a big one that will awaken people's hearts and allow them to step into another level of anointing where the true service for the nation is a service through God. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, Patriots, I'm going to put on music for about two minutes. I'm going to go get uh, a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. My mama would say you gotta fight for what is right 
would say I wanna give back the world some light mm-hmm. But it's an empty road I feel so alone I forgot what I'm fighting for When the weight of the world keeps you up at night When you're I'm back. Needing a shot of coffee. My goodness. We've been running hard lately and just like still. If you're hearing me kind of stutter on some of these prayers, I apologize. It's, um, I, I'm seriously, it's like I've been running with really short hours these days. So I'm having to pause the moments just to kind of catch my focus. And that's a big slurp I just gave you right in the mic. I'm sipping my eggnog latte. That's not bad, is it? Eggnog latte on a break. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now. There we go. We got devil energy going on. Yeah. You got, you've got it. <laughs> I'll tell you. You got to have an eggnog latte. It's, it's, not, it's not even right, but it's totally right when you drink it. All right, from Jim Cates. 
Hey, everybody. Sorry it's been a while. We are able to, we are able to bring Candy home on Friday afternoon. One day before she was released, um, she was cleared of all dietary restrictions. She has come, she can eat whatever she, she, or whatever and has, I'm sorry. She has full use of the right side in her last, and in her last strength test on her right hand grip, it was stronger than the left. The reunion between Riley, our dog, and Candy was a sight to see. Her ability to communicate is now the main focus. She has been dancing to worship. Yes, dancing. The discharge nurse of Candy was a wonderful woman named Grace. Yes, she was freed by Grace. Love you all, Tam. Well, Father God, this is truly one of those great miracles that we want to acknowledge and thank you for and continue to pray into the blessings of Candy. And Father, as we know very well, what we have seen in this demonstration of this miracle healing is the absolute rejection of anything negative, any spell casting, and the focus purely on the breathing of life into somebody. And it should be a great lesson for all of us, Father, as we step into those anointings and that blessings and authorities that we have to speak in life, to raise them up, and to have and not in any way compromise with this villainous world of death. Father, this is the impossible that is made possible through Candy. And we're truly blessed by all that's been given. And so we continue to breathe life into Candy and breathe life into the family of Jim Cates and Candy Cates and just raise them both up and see that this miracle can now become a greater testimony into the power of healing through prayer. And we also bless the hospital that was willing to work with Jim, willing to be obedient to his demands and his in his his statements that there shall be no spell casting in the rooms that he would, they would hold to the fact of being obedient to life rather than death. And so father, we just pray that this will continue to grow at this, at this hospital, that the impact of candy will be lasting and that the understanding of what that represents will transform the medical way in which patients are treated in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Please pray for Trevor who had an uh, aneurysm three weeks ago. Please pray for his full recovery of mind and body. Trevor was recovering. He was able to speak coherently, but then he had a relapse. Doctors said he had many strokes. When I visited him one week ago, he could open his eyes and squeeze my hand, although he could not speak due to the tubes down his throat. His eyes showed a desire to live. Now he cannot open his eyes and the doctors are, are speaking doubt that he will recover. I have prayed with tears at his bedside while nurses watch. Please pray for that God will miraculously heal Trevor as a testimony to unbelievers, Aussie gal. Well, Father, we just need a miracle intervention here, and we're going to literally preach into, quite literally, raise the dead. So, Father, we're praying for Trevor today as we reach into the darkness of where he sits, and we're going to, where the, as we work through his body, we're praying in and breathing in life in his body from head to toe and toe to head. Father, we're asking and declaring the Holy Spirit flow through Trevor and do the restoration of those neuropathways that are needed, the things that were damaged by this aneurysm. Cleanse the brain and cleanse the blood, cleanse the body as we raise him up. And when he becomes that moment where he starts to awaken within, then his eyes will open and he will speak Jesus into the world. And so doing, Father, it's going to be a rock and a shake to this entire hospital that is now extending around him. And we break and trying to spell cast him. We break the chains and bonds of those spell casts and we rebuke them and to cast them to the feet of Jesus. 
And Jesus, we just ask that you be with us here and put your hands upon him, breathe upon him, and let Trevor be truly the miracle of the day as he is awakened from his darkness, set free and brought back to life in the trueness of all kingdom expects. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Man, I should have got an eggnog latte earlier. That's like energized. Thank you, Jesus. We like we like the Jesus eggnog lattes. Praise report. Previously, on October 4th, the trustees had passed a rezoning request for toxic waste burial in East Township, or East Eaton Township. Since then, we have been circulating a referendum petition to put it to vote of the township residents. We had 30 days to present enough registered voter signatures to the trustees. 836 signatures were collected. That's more than twice the number needed to put it on the March 19, 2024 ballot. The overwhelming response residents visited were residents visited were to sign the petition, but few would not sign it, and many were unaware that the, what was going on. Praise God for his provisions of circulating and legal help from a local attorney to create a referendum. This was definitely a God send. I guess this is all. So this is prayer request. Eaton County Township trustees have until November 17th to acknowledge the petition and forward it to the Lorraine County Board of Elections. Then the signatures will be verified and registered voters in Eaton Town in Township. Pray this process is successful so the people can vote to stop the Ross Incineration Services expansion. We believe it will be on the ballot. Our next step will be to campaign for it. Ross has lots of money and resources. The attorney recently sent a cease and desist letter to our attorney. This was an attempt to disparage and, and, and intimidate. We expect these attacks. We struggle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of this world of darkness and evil spirits in the regions above. Please pray for our protection, for our resolution and our temper, temperance. Kevin and Christine Taylor. Well, Father, this is a fight for the world and the earthly part of the world where we have a, we literally are dealing with corruption of the worst kind, corruption that will try to not only destroy the earth itself, but be polluting to the people around. And this is a group of people that are standing up to say no. So, Father, we're just praying in for Eaton Township that truly that, that all that they've been through here will be awakened and that their efforts will be put on the ballot, and then we pray against any of these legal firms that are in the pocket of these big industrialists that are trying to crush the voice and intimidate. May their efforts be rebuked, and may they all of their work ultimately be cast down. And we just pray for an accountability into these, these counter firms that are trying these problems, and we pray for the presence of Jesus that will be so profound that these lawyers who even walk with dark hearts will be forced ultimately to be shaken and fall to their knees to make a decision of whom they truly serve. And so, Father, we pray for Kevin and Christine Taylor. We pray for the continued efforts that they are doing. We pray for the continued resources that need to be provided. And we pray for victory, Father. Victory here from victory to the cross to victory on this place in Eaton Township. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm putting out prayer requests for my next-door neighbor, Don King, Dan King. He has been in and out of the hospital for the past weeks a man without any kidney issues suffering from kidney failure. A man without any kidney issues is suffering from kidney failure. He never drinks, so what failure? Please pray for complete healing, Lord, complete healing, Lord, 
for Dan King, Crafty Nug. All right, Father, we're just going to pray for Dan King. And we're just going to pray for a miraculous healing of his kidneys. And we declare healing over these kidneys. And whatever the problem is, it's now rebuked. And the demonic aspect of this, we place a hedge of protection and an extra layer of protection around his kidneys. And we pray out any of the demonic forces that are there. We break the chains and sever the bonds. And we breathe life into Kevin. We breathe life, or Dan. We breathe life into Dan. Breathe life into Dan. We breathe life into Dan. And with this, we see the restorative power of the Holy Spirit flow from his head to toe and toe to foot. We're lifted up and brought to the throne. Literally, Father, we just pray him near now, and we ask for this miracle healing of the kidneys. And then to restore him and to anchor him back on earth in the glorious knowledge that he has been healed by the King. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. I literally just lost my place. Okay, there's Dan King. Got it now. All right. His powerful praying family, high powerful praying family of bards, a lady uh, has, I have been, a lady I have been talking to about Jesus is a Jewish woman who doesn't know Jesus as her savior. She is from a strong Jewish family, I think. My assessment most Jewish families are strong in Scripture. My, ass my assignment from Jesus is to let her know the real miracle-working Savior. I hadn't seen her for a while. Last time I did, it was totally a Jesus interaction with me, helping her with transportation. This week I saw her. Her nine-year-old son, Rowdy Lefaber, was hit by a car going 40 miles an hour. He survived it and is, in com is a complete is in a complete cast, especially for his legs. During the x-ray, a hue a cyst has been found in his heel bone. Initially, the doctors missed it. Surgeons are looking on how to operate on him. He, uh, her mom recently had, had been diagnosed with cancer. Her husband has been using drugs, and she doesn't know what to do with him or, or for him. He comes and goes and uses his, her money for the small business that, he, that she runs. While I prayed, for, prayed with her three days ago, she looks down and cried and hugged me hard. I gave her some information on how to get healed from cancer. I believe that her son, Rowdy, will be healed from the bone cyst. I asked her if I could add her to, his, to the prayer praying family, and she said that, thank you. This means a lot. Praying warriors, I'm asking Papa to bring you to love and mighty presence of this family. Mary all in. That's got a lot of layers. i got to figure this one out now. Hang on a second. Hey, ladies, I've been talking to me about Jewish women. Jesus, Savior. She is a strong Jewish family. I, okay, so he's supposed to bring her to the Savior Jesus for miracles. Her nine-year-old son, Rowdy, was hit by a car. Um, during the x-ray, surgeons are looking to operate on her mom's, her mom recently had been diagnosed with cancer. Okay. Now I get it. Yeah, thank you for making it way, Jesus. 
All right, Father, we're just going to pray for this Jewish lady who's had a, a nine-year-old son, Rowdy Faber, who was hit by a car going 40 miles per hour, and equally a mother who has now been diagnosed with cancer. So, Father, this is the woman who's sitting here and looking for this the miracle God. And so, Father, we're declaring a miracle of two times two on this family to awaken them to the power of the miracle God and their love, and to turn their love into the heart of Jesus. So, Father, for the four, for the nine-year-old, we pray for miraculous healing. That whatever the situation was that led to the accident, we're now going to go back into the spiritual timeline and we're going to heal that moment where those wounds and chains and bonds that are tying that child to that injury are now cut and broken and we cast them out and we breathe life into this nine-year-old in a powerful way to restore that everything within his body in the perfection of kingdom and to perform such an act right now as to raise him up, to have him see miraculous healing but as these prayers are being spoken, that he casts off any of this pain, anything he is there, and he's stepping back into the world as a mighty young nine-year-olds. And as for her mother, Father, we're praying for miraculous healing over cancer. We're looking for this declaration for two, a double-decker right here, to have two people healed in the miracle of the, of the, of the moment to create the Trinity, which is truly her, the third element, receiving Jesus in her heart. So, Father, may these events happen in such a profound way that the witness of the miracle God becomes so evident in her life that truly her eyes turn and her humility falls or becomes added on her knees as she prints herself before the King and Lord Jesus Christ as her Savior and King in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Hey, prayer warriors, we have a neighbor nicknamed Boomer that just found out his dad has cancer everywhere in his body. The docs have said that the dad, Chris Charlie, has about six months left if they, they treat them aggressively. Hear that spell cast again. Every time. Boomer knows a lot of the alternative healing with anti-parasites, keto and apricot seeds, among others we talked about, but he does not know what his dad is going to do, want to do. Because of... Because of family dynamics, all his father care is going to fall on Boomer. Boomer's parents are divorced, but his mom may help, but she will want to go to the traditional route of killing cancer, or what they call killing care. We are going to do what we can do to help and support, but Boomer and its and his whole family are going to need a lot of prayers. By the way, Boomer is the type of neighbor both mama and I wish we could have, wish we could give to every single person. That's counter, country NTP. Okay. Father, this is a case of miracle healing. And we're, what we're looking at here is healing Boomer's dad. Hang on a second. And so we begin by rebuking and casting off the spell casting that has been used to terminate, to speak death over him. And instead we speak life, taking away any of time limits and speaking life of inf infinity into the heart of Boomer's dad. So Father, we also know that in this, it's so much of the healing, no matter what mechanisms we're going to use, have to begin with our faith. So we also pray into a 
powerful settling of faith into Boomer's dad and to to a willingness to step away from the dependency on the medical tyranny and into the freedom of those types of alternative cures that you provide for us to keep us safe and healthy. So, Father, we just pray in life. We pray in restoration. We pray in healing. All for Boomer's Dan in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Putting out a prayer request for my best friend, Patty. She went to the hospital with indications of a heart attack. They introduced, they induced a coma. She... She now is in on assistance of breath. She has buried her husband. In, she just buried her husband in September, and he suffered several years with Alzheimer's. My daughter and the daughter are best friends. My girlfriend had advanced directives to not be in, on life support. She is in the NJ, New Jersey, and I am in, the, in Arizona, now so far away. We just spoke on the phone before all this happened, and I know she took the shots and suddenly, and saddens me terribly, they are removing the life support tomorrow. Not sure how it will all turn out. I am brokenhearted. I am set. This I am saddened for her children as they just buried dad. My daughter's best friend was married a year ago and now is expecting to have first child. Plus, lift up Patty Upon the prayer, she makes a full recovery in God's grace. A mercy will be bestowed upon her family. My heart aches, praying in all the spirit, against the, uh, asking for Barb's family to lift up. Thank you, and God bless Mary Beth Knight. Okay. All right, Father, we're just going to pray into this. We pray into Patty. We're just declaring a miracle healing over Patty. We breathe in life. We breathe in life. We breathe in life. And we place a hedge of protection around her and sever any ties or bonds to the demonic, cast them out and seal them and place them before the feet of Jesus. Any demons that are in the area are now rebuked. You have no more authority here, no more ability to corrupt or pollute or destroy. Father, over the entire body, we just pray in the power of the Holy Spirit to flow over and to lift Patty up restoring her to the mightiness of who she is and to bring her back to a place where she is cognizant, active, and functional. Any spell cast put before her, we're breaking. Any limitations trying to cast over her in the spirit of death, we break. And everything we speak over her is life. We declare healing, Father, in the, in the name of Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Pray for a brother in the Lord. Hans Schmidt, who we went to church with in Hawaii, he got shot in the head while pre- preaching in the gospel in Phoenix, Arizona. He has a wife and two boys. He was shot last night before their church service. A friend messaged me and said she just got word he wiggles his toes and squeezes his, wife hand, his wife's hand. Trophy wife. Trophy wife. Well, Father, it's going to pray in for Hans Schmidt. This is a person who suffered a horrific injury and now is starting to recover. And we pray in health, we pray in life, we pray in restoration. So it's rescue, Father, where he is, where he is. Heal him, Father, where he shall be, and 
and restore him to where he was and even greater. So Father, rescue, heal, restore in, for this for Hans Schmidt. We breathe life over him, breaking and rebuking any attempts to do otherwise, including spell castings, which are cast out in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, prayer requests. Liz is being taunted by the enemy who is using her ex-father-in-law, Dan, and his wife, Elaine, to execute threats in attempt to create stress for her. Let me see what this person says. Father, thank you for all we have granted opportunity and call for the comfort and counsel in times of need. We pray for the demonic spirits to come against the fruits of the and come against the come the demonic spirits that come against the fruits of Holy Spirit is and of the Holy Spirit be broken. Give counsel and direction through your words to, to Liz. Teach her the power behind your words and how to protect herself in your armor, and wield the sword of the Spirit each time the enemy ties, tries to use Dan and Elaine. Father, I pray for fear of the presence of the, the felt and acknowledge in your reflection, though. Liz, what doesn't doesn't dare to, that doesn't dare to wreak havoc? Let the enemy live in fear of the Holy Spirit residing in Liz and compels it to surrender. Equip Liz with the strength and love of her enemy. Prayful, break the and prayfully break the enslavement. Well, Father, whatever the causes here that are causing this, we are being driven before this. Is obviously Liz is being dealt with in a in this demonic and spiritual sense. She's being tied in and shackled by the enemy. So, Father, we break those shackles and break those bonds and cast. All those out to the feet of Jesus, and we breathe life into Liz and raise her up in the glory of kingdom and have her step into life now anew, mightiness and re revisited by the Holy Spirit, renewed by Jesus, and truly in the place to walk with the anointing of blessings and grace and even healing in the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for Jack and Colleen with, your, uh, with dealing with addictions. They have... Uh, they have been successful in cleaning up their lives from the routine, but tried it, but traded it with overeating. They are under stress for things in the world as well. Jack is getting surgery for cataracts on Friday. Okay, so Father, it's going to pray for Sherry Geisen and her and her. Let me see. No, we're good. We missed one. Jack, um, we, we're going to pray for... Where did he get this? Where did that go to? I literally don't even know what prayer I just read. This is nuts. It just like it disappeared. Give me, give me just a second. That was an addiction prayer. There it is. Father, it's going to pray over Jack and Colleen who have dealt with addictions and unfortunately are still in the cycle of addiction. And so we're praying, and, and this is a word, Jack and Colleen, you need to come out of agreement with the addiction that you have, and you have to start coming out of agreement with the pain in your, empty, in your heart that feels empty. The emptiness is what you're trying to feel. That's the emptiness through the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we just pray in the Holy Spirit into Jack and Colleen to lift them up 
to heal them and to fulfill them truly with a relationship through you, not the relationship through one another in the flesh. So, Father, we breathe in healing. We breathe in life. We breathe in breaking off of the addictions. And we breathe in restoration of the full body. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Sherry Ginson is a very busy mom of two who is being overburdened by the church she attends with, and with constant attendance, phone calls, and pushing for her to be an all, be in the, on all the teams. She is tired, overwhelmed, and feels she is on the verge of a breakdown, trying her best to keep running the hamster wheel and not able to get the support she needs with her husband, Landon, and who is a believer. Okay, Sherry, you're not going to like my response to this, but here it goes. These are all issues of free will and boundaries. And so if you're on the verge of a breakdown, you're not establishing personal boundaries and you're using your free will to be overwhelmed. So Father, we're just going to pray in and breathe into Sherry, a renewed of life that'll give her eyes to see and the strength to stand in and set limits and boundaries to what she can offer and what she can do. Unfortunately, Father, too often when we do this, people are more concerned about the image of how they're seen rather than the health of who they are. So Father, we're just breaking off that those sort of influences and placing her in a hedge of protection to where those voices that now call her, they need to be tempered and give her the space to raise up and to be mighty in kingdom and to be able to restore her health and her footing in the body of Christ. And so again, Sherry, you need to be reaching into Father a lot more and a lot less into you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Let's see where we are here. Jess Jackson, pizza shop owner in Calgary, had been had charges against him dropped in 11th hour for refusing to request vaccine passports and feeding all patrons during the days, the dark days and lockdown. In his interview, he acknowledged that Jesus Christ was Jesus Christ we pray for his journey to the cross. Well, Father, this is a complete let's see. This is part of the complete nonsense in which we live. And so we are praying for Jess Johnson, the piece of chop owner, to continue to raise up, to stand against the system, and to do exactly what we must do to be able to defy in the name of kingdom. We ask for the anointings of all that they need for resources to fill their lives, to continue this fight as far as necessary, and to continue through their actions to elevate up the many to see truly what true tyranny is like and to take it down. So Father, bless them, guide them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Janet, and please pray for Janet and also Cynthia, the fall of the cabal ladies. Oh, really? Huh. They've done some great work. Janet is having a total nervous breakdown and left the house in a panic when I went to get help for her. Wednesday, she had also left threatening, left threatening to commit suicide, but then was back within an hour. Yesterday, things got worse, and I didn't, couldn't help her uh, anymore. She even left Cl uh, Cloudy, her dog, behind and drove away in her camper van. 
That's why you didn't see her at the presentation. I'm about to, to set out again to look for her. We could use the peace and grace. All right, Father, we're praying for Janet, and it sounds to me like she may be a targeted individual. And that seems what the Holy Spirit's nudging here is this is what they do is they're able to use microwaves and other frequencies like 5G to create panic and agitation in people to drive them crazy and try to commit suicide. That's kind of a key in the sudden outburst. So, Father, we're just going to pray in for Janet and to place a hedge of protection around her, cast off and break off any demonic spells, and we're going to rebuke any attempts to use any sort of weapon, be it frequency, be it sound, be it light, be it kinetic. We just all these these types of weapon systems are null and void. As she is literally, as Janet is literally being reforged, rebuilt, and all of these things used against her are going to be rebuked and fall to the floor. And which others we don't will cast them aside and put them into the lake of fire. So. Father, we just pray for a total healing of Janet. We pray that she'll be raised up in the kingdom. We breathe life into her. We breathe life into her. We breathe life into her. And anything that's being used against her is now cast off and set off to the sea. In Christ Jesus' name. Please remember to pray for my wife, Lori, and her son as they travel from New Mexico to Minnesota to attend a funeral far beyond for a beyond our beloved uncle, or great uncle, thank you um, in advance, Zebund. Father, just praying for the safe passage for Lori and her son to New Mexico, from Mex- New Mexico to Minnesota for their for the funeral. May the journey be peaceful without incident, and may they both be sealed and protected in the hedge of protection of the Bible level strength, which includes the armor of God, and keep them safe on this journey. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Back in 2016, I started master a master's degree. That was before I got red-pilled and red-pilled. Before I got red-pilled and red-pilled completely. After I finish this semester, I will go, I'll have one class left, but I need to finish this semester. Here's what I need prayer for. I have a 28-page paper due on November 28th. Because of everything that's been going on this semester, it has been a struggle to find some time and see. Because of the everything going on, it has been going the sister has been a struggle to find the time to research and write. So now I'm at, at, at a crunch and struggling to finish. Thankfully, the topic God gave me is one already I have background in, but I am struggling to focus and think. Thank you in advance for the prayers. The country NTP. Okay. Father, we're praying in for a restoration of focus for country NTP, breathing in the life and energy that's needed to get this next step done, and praying for a miraculous surge of focus into country NTP's hands and work that will be able to accelerate. This and make more efficient the research necessary and the writing necessary to complete this thesis. So, Father, we pray in success into this moment in time 
and in so doing to raise up this person in the body of Christ to become mightier and bolder. And most importantly, Father, that in this moment in time, the clarity of where you want this person to walk and where you want them in the world will be so pronounced that there'll be no denying it, whether it's in the career path they're on or some other way. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. My daughter's fiance's maternal grandfather had a stroke. He is in the hospital. I can't get it get there because my daughter's fiance's mom doesn't like my daughter and bars with family from things previous pray into. Let's see here. My daughter's fiance. <laughs> my daughter's fiance's maternal grandfather had a stroke. We just did this. Um, because my daughter's fiance's mom doesn't like my daughter and bars my family from things. Please pray. Keith Kluzdal. He's in the hospital. Okay, so the daughter's fiance's maternal grandfather had a stroke. He's in the hospital. I can't get in because my daughter's fiance's mom doesn't like my daughter and bars family. My daughter's fiance's mom. This is just so petty. I... What did I say at the beginning? The only way forward is to restore family. Father God, we just ask for a massive intervention here, an awakening and a dropping of the ridiculous debars and divisions that are placed on people to keep family people apart. Healing and family are critical. So is love. So Father, we're just going to pray in for a moment that there's such an overwhelming amount of love that hits Keith Godowski's daughter's fiance's mom that she's truly broken to such a degree that her heart is open and swells open to realize that without love, nothing is going to happen. So, Father, we're praying love and life into uh, Keith Kladowski's daughter's fiance's mom. That's a mouthful. And that she can literally be raised up and given the blessings of love in such an overwhelming level that she can't deny it, she can't hold back, and she can't be the resistant force to prevent great things from happening. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praises, hello Bard's family. I wanted to follow up with someone by the name of Derek. Derek, want to let you know that your prayers have been answered. Amen. Habibi, Habiba, Bocus. All right, well, Derek, your prayers were answered. So, Father, thank you for whatever that is that Habiba was saying. We're just grateful for, the, for your blessings and praise you for all you do in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we've got a couple more. Um, Okay, I have a couple. Hello, Scott. I have a couple healing prayer requests for my for my some of my children and niece in the amazing group of prayer warriors. This Thanksgiving will mark the second year anniversary of my niece Piper's diagnosis of type one diabetes. I would pray this year our families will celebrate the end of this condition for her and that she's completely healed. My son Alec has sensory processing difficulties. Okay, so we'll start with that one. My niece. So Father, we're just praying for Piper's complete and total recovery from type 1 diabetes. We pray healing into Piper. We raise Piper up. We pray healing and pray life into Piper. And we declare healing completely in this body and to return it to the body of Christ. So Father, in the demonic, we're severing any of the, of the ties and bonds to the demonic realm. We cut them and sever them. 
And again, we breathe life into any of those wounds and we raise her, raise Piper up in such a mighty way to restore her truly to the way she was and was intended to be in this whole life from the beginning in Christ Jesus' name. My son Alex, or Alec, has a sensory processing difficulties, but gut issues and food allergies that I believe are a result of his early childhood vaccination that I would that I allowed him to receive. He also has some issues with eating due to some feeding trauma that happened at daycare in his first year, the forced feeding at daycare with a straw that broke the camel's back for us. And I'm, and I quite quit my job and started staying home with him. I also stopped letting the doctors coerce me into vaccinating when the, when my gut was saying it, it didn't feel right. I had a lot of first time mom activity and feel the guilt of some of those decisions daily. He's currently in PT and OT for his sensory issues and we're seeing improvement, but we don't have the finances to continue the therapy after the end of the year when he's more willing to try our, our deductible re, until our deductible resets. I pray for healing of his feeding trauma so that he's more willing to try new foods and with less anxiety for any damage to his system from the vaccines and his allergies. All right, Father, we're just going to pray for the Alec. And in so doing, we're praying for miraculous healing here. And whatever the issues are, we're looking deep into the spirit. And we just the, the demonic influences that are there are just now being cut and severed. And so much of this comes from the portals created by the vaccine. So we're praying a blessing of cleansing from head to toe and toe to head, but the Holy Spirit to flood through, to remove any of those old windows into the darkness, seal them, heal those wounds, and now seal the armor. So, Father, we breathe life into Alec. We breathe life into all that he is. We breathe focus into Alec. And we see him raising up now in the mightiness of kingdom in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My daughter, Felicity, Felicity is six months old and was born with a tongue tie and a long list of food sensitivities that caused her painfully to painfully acid reflux. She's had a tie revision procedure that has improved her ability to nurse early on, and I eventually figured out the majority of the other things in her diet that was she was reacting to. I pray for her healing of the allergies so that we can enjoy eating, enjoy eating pain-free and starting to gain some decent weight as that has been a constant struggle. All right, Father, we're just going to pray for Felicity, and we're just going to pray total healing and full body vigor for her. We want to breathe life into her, see that restoration happen, see her body fill out in the strength and not be subject to dietary issues and to now see the gains happen to where her body becomes normal and fully functional. We're breaking the chains off of any of the acid reflux and we're breathing life and restoration into her in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, and we have believe one more. Hang on. Here we go. This is from Rebecca uh, Conrad. This is the last one. Here, here we go. Make sure. Okay. 
says, good morning, Scott. I ask that you and Bards Nation will lift up my dear friends who, my dear friend who is still young and going through a major health crisis at the moment. Her name is Julian. She is completely unvaxxed, but the issue became so bad that yesterday she had to have a blood transfusion. We all know how bad that can be, and, and we have been praying for the Lord to protect her from any and all evil that might be have entered through this blood and to bring about complete healing. She lives in Ohio, not terribly far from the tanker spill, so who knows what kind of noxious toxins her body is has been dealing with. She eats all clean foods and raises her own meat. She has been tired, not typical with, with this woman, and her chest has been hurting. Her blood pressure was confusing, indicating severe anemia. Let's see. Yet her palate count was normal. Her platelet count is normal. So we don't know what is wrong with her, and the medical profession is not interested in finding out, just in treating symptoms. Based on the kind of person she is, I have assumed that she is a Christian, but honestly, I don't know. So we have also been asking for God to reveal himself to her in the under or undeniable way through the crisis through the crisis she is in. Okay. Or through the crisis if she is not. There we go. Thank you for lifting her up. That's from Rebecca Conrad and Christopher Swizzard. Okay. Father, we're just going to raise up Julian, who is in the hospital. Um, dealing with dealing with blood transfusions and problems, and so Father, we're just going to begin by bringing Holy Spirit into her and cleansing the blood, and restoring all that was in, within her in the circulatory system back to the perfection it was in Kingdom. And now we're going to breathe in, and as we breathe in, she's going to breathe in with us, and then breathe out the Holy Spirit. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Breathe out the Holy Spirit. This is the cleansing breath. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. And now breathe out all the ailments. Breathe in the Holy Spirit. Breathe out all the ailments. So, Father, we're breathing into Julian. We're lifting her up. And we're we're literally putting hands up and we're healing this body head to toe and toe to head. And this is the complete transformation and restoration of the body to rescue, to heal, to restore. So, Father, we do say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, I think that's about it for prayers today, which is good. We had a... A good day. Um, again, as we um, kind of move forward here, the prayers we, I think, you know, prayers becomes one of the greatest weapons that we have, truthfully. It's uh, prayer warfare is real and it provides us an ability to engage with those in need. It also gives, uh, it lets us each have time to focus on giving to another. And part of this is sowing in. I think that's what's so important about this as well, is that we're basically sowing in for other people, which is so important. So patriots, let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you for this day. Thank you for all that we have and all that was given and all that is blessed. And Father, we just raise things up here in this moment for all those in Bars Nation, all those in Resistance Nation, to truly hear the power of the voice of healing Heal the power of the voices of these of this community that breathe life into all things. Father, we just pray that the awareness of what we speak, that we truly speak the words of life and death, that we must be aware 
of what we are doing and how we are speaking in, in our time in our life. That truly what we do matters. And with that, Father, we just pray again, the power of life and death become cognizant in our minds. Father, we also pray for the, for the continuing power of love. Love in such a profound way that it touches us and we give endlessly and we give without expectation. The true love of kingdom. Let us be reminded of the children and let us be bold in that place. Let us declare love in the world. Let us declare love as we need to declare love. The love of the flesh has become so dominant in our time, and sadly, it becomes the only mechanism of love that we know, and yet we miss the higher order of love that's always available and always there when we can come in contact with children. So, Father, we're breathing that power of love into people's life today, a love of restore, restoration, a love of confidence, a love to speak truth to power, and let the compassion of that reach others so the truths can be revealed. No hidden agendas, no, no hidden anything in our lives. It is truly an open book that when, when we speak in love, people hear love and they hear it and they hear the love in our heart to be touched by themselves deep within their own hearts. And so let the walls fall. And in so doing, we begin to see each other in a different light. We begin to expose the wounds that are in each other that we can pray into and heal. Let the boldness that we put, the walls that we put around us to protect those inner places where we try to hide behind, we try to use every tool we know, whether it's religion, whether it's our mechanisms in our faith, whether it's money, whether it's material things, we put those, we thrust those forward and always we try to escape too often that most critical place, which is the purity of love which you gave us to live in this world. And so, Father, let that be our prayer today, that that soaks in at every level that it breaks those chains and bonds, that it exposes those fears and salves them with such a glorious touch of love that it begins to heal, that the wounds of the past and the wounds of the, chi of the child now as it moves forward, that the love trickles over the timeline of our soul and of our life, and that we walk that timeline in with love to massage and to heal and to restore. And Father, let love be that place where we hear one another, that at the ultimate language of the spirit, the ultimate language within spirit of all things, and this is prophetic word, is love. We can speak in tongues all day long, but ultimately there is only one language that works on all things, and that is love. And that's a prophetic word. So Father, let that word be heard today. And let that word be part of who we are. And let that word be bold and mighty in this hour. That truly love settles in to us that that language that we speak, whether in prayer, whether in prayer language, whether in engagements on a daily basis, that we center ourselves in the purity and selfless giving of love, that then ultimately opens up another level of even seeing ourselves, because that's the level of spirit we try to seek. There is nothing greater. For from the kingdom comes love, and from the throne comes love, and it is to truly love thy neighbor, but to love thy neighbor in the most pure and massive way that when we feel that, it becomes the literal hug of the kingdom around us. It heals all. And then we engage with one another at a profoundly different level. We step away from the hesitations to receive love in the many forms that it comes. And we embrace one another in a glorious way of, that anchors us in a love of trust, a love of God, and a love of all things. Our blessings today, Father, is love. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, Patriots. That was actually pretty amazing. This, I'm serious. I just That just hit me as we were talking. That above all things, there is a singular language. 
And it's interesting because we don't talk about that enough. I think we'll do a show on that. The singular language, the purest language of heaven is love. But we have to know how to get to it. And we have to be able to speak that love to everybody. Because we are truly, in so many ways, we are a broken world. We can't receive affection. We can't receive that of another. And unfortunately, there's so much demonic activity around that it's always being corrupted that tries to take us this way or that. And it does confuse things. But if we're going to anchor ourselves in the true communication of what it needs to be, the trueness of what we are with one another in the body of Christ, we truly have to embrace that journey of finding the message of love to one another and then to give it without expectation, to pour it in as heavy as you can. And as you pour it in and you pour it in like a lion, you dump it in heavily. When you do that, we transform the world. And where does that take us? Ultimately, it takes us to the root. And what's in the root? It's the love of family. It's the love of one another. And if we can't get that peace, and it's literally, you know, you've seen these videos of people going along and someone says, you know, giving out hugs and someone comes up on the street and gives, up, gives hugs. That's where I began today. It takes nine hugs a day to maintain your health, 12 hugs to exceed your health and to get better. And if we're understanding that that love, that the source of that is a trueness of love, we truly begin to transform. So I want to leave you with this discussion today, just a short story, and, and it's, it's just what has come to mind in all of this. There's a picture that I have. I'll have Nikki post it for us. And here's what it is. It's a man that I'm at when I'm at Church of Glad Tidings and I'm holding him in an embrace. And next to me is CJ who's praying over him. CJ is, uh, she was the person at Barsfest who had suffered all the horrors of satanic ritual abuse and she's overcome those. And that whole incident began with me leaving the sermon and father said, pray for this man. So I began to pray. And it was obvious that there was something wrong. He had food all over the front of him. There's food on the side. And he was not hardly, he was hardly cognizant. And Father said, go to the front of him and kneel. So I did. And I began to pray and he showed me in the spirit what had happened. And this man, even in the spirit, began to give testimony in, in the life, in the flesh. He had drank a bottle of 151 and taken pills. And he had come in that day to die in sermon, in the service, to die in the church. And so I took it to the throne. And CJ and I prayed, and I prayed, and I went into the Spirit. And I literally was before the throne, and I'm praying to God, and I am crying and pouring out tears like I have not done in anybody's prayers. And I poured out tears. And I pleaded with Father. I said, Father, we, want to, we do not want this to happen. Bring him back. Bring him back. And I could see him standing on the edge. It's a, like a cliff with wind blowing. It's darkness. He was ready to fall over into the abyss. And I said, No. This man needs to be brought back. And we prayed and prayed and prayed. And Father said, give him a hug from me, the hug of his father. And I hugged him and I held him. And I held him as I poured tears out. And I poured tears. And I held this man and I said, this is the hug of your father. Come home. Be alive. Be awakened. Raise you from the dead. And finally, he began to, began to speak more clearly. Holy Spirit said, okay, end the prayer, we're done. So I pulled back and I walked away. And as I stepped back, he began to sing the hymn in the church. This is a man that was on near death. All that was in him had now been cleared. He began to sing and articulate with good language and good English. I walked into the hallway. As I stood there, Dave Bryan came up. And what a metaphor of the whole night. 
Pastor Dave Bryant came up out of the blue and gave me a hug. And he says, I love you, Scotty. And I said, let me show you something. And we looked at that man and he stood up, one that was near death. And he turned around and he looked at us and his eyes were as clear as day, brilliant blue. And I said, Dave, what do you think? Look at what just happened. And I told him, he said, I know that man. He's been around for three years. I've never seen him like that. That is a miracle. That's the miracle of love and the hug of the Father. We have to be able to receive as much as we give. Patriots, this is how we change the world. It takes us to the root. It takes us to the family. It's the restoration of a nation. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, so walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight. For peace be still. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again Dive into the deepest end Oh, I want to feel something Let me get back in my body Close to me, look how it is.